Today, my brothers and sisters, on this great feast of all saints, the Sunday after Pentecost each year, is when the church commemorates all the saints throughout the history of the world, those who we know, those whom we do not know, those who died for their faith, those who were harmed for their faith, those who were great teachers and ascetics and hierarchs, and even up until this day where the church continues, as the epistle reading said today, there's a great cloud of witnesses that stand as examples for all of us. And it is a fitting day on this day as we remember all of the saints that we are grateful to God that our churches are starting to have life again with physical bodies with us in church. It has been a difficult time the last several months for all of us for different reasons. And yet the church continues to attempt to inspire and to give hope to all of us. For as we heard today, the saints' lives were not easy. In fact, we're reminded today that our only purpose in this life is to become holy. When we are baptized, right after we are immersed in the water, the priest typically blesses a cross and he puts the cross around the candidate, whether they are children or adults, and they say, those who wish to come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. The promise from the time that we are baptized is that the way of the cross is a difficult one. When we are married, the prayers remind us that we are to call one another together. We are to bring step together with our spouse to holiness. Each time we are in church, especially when we receive Holy Communion, we are reminded that the tradition in the church, the teachings of the fathers and the apostles that have been preserved and passed down from generation to generation remind us that Holy Communion unites us with God himself. It is the pinnacle of the unification between man and God. This is the reason that for 2,000 years in the Orthodox Church, Christians have waited anxiously and with great hope preparing to receive Holy Communion. Today we will have that opportunity again to receive communion and with God's help each and every day more and more people will be able to enter the churches all over the world and to participate in prayer and especially in the sacraments that unite man and God. In addition to COVID, we are very familiar that our world has been struggling with all kinds of other problems. There are calls for social justice, reminders of racism. Recently, someone asked me if racism is a sin. I couldn't help but laugh. Of course, racism is a sin. Racism goes against everything that is orthodox. We are taught to love our brother as ourselves. We are taught that each person is made in the image of mankind. In fact, I will almost go as far as to say that you cannot be orthodox and be racist. 
However, in dealing with all the issues that are happening around us, just like with COVID, everyone became a doctor. With this issue, everyone all of a sudden is an expert in sociology and psychology. I fear that we're missing the point. The real problem is within each one of us. This is not a problem of social justice alone. This is a spiritual problem. How are we to love someone that looks different than us and acts different than us when some of us that come to church every Sunday don't speak to our parents or our brothers or our sisters? We don't speak to our neighbors. The problem is a spiritual problem. We have a cloud of witnesses, the, the epistle says today. If we sanctify ourselves, if we become holy ourselves, we will make those around us holy. If we become holy and everyone individually works on their soul, racism will not exist. Violence will not exist. This is indeed a problem but perhaps we have to pay more attention to the root of the problem. And together, we can find a solution, not only for racism, but for many, many other problems, so that justice may be served to all people in all places. It is time for us, as we have said before, for action. Action begins, I believe, within ourselves within our own souls. Today we lack the saints around us. We don't realize that we are surrounded by the saints and the angels. We have a cloud of witnesses to look to as examples. I don't expect you to answer this question, but think of the great saints. How would they react today to this problem? What would they do? What would they say? Let us contemplate that and think about that. And in the meantime, whoever is prepared and would like to receive the communion with joy, with the fear of God, may you be united once again through the Eucharist with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.